Sean, you know we're doing an episode about the shadow boxes I created. We are indeed. And, and the fun I've had with them and, mm-hmm. you know, just the over-the-topness of them, <laughs> including the background, you know. And I was thinking that um, dolls have been a big part of, of a lot of people's lives. And there's oh, yeah. a there's, mine, mine too. And Mattel has been a big manufacturer of doll. Oh, and, yeah. And Mattel has an, has a, uh, is a manufacturer of Barbies. Oh, and yeah. they have a new a new doll that kind of inspired my a, a poem I want to write about because it combines witches and dolls. Indeed. So I'd like to read this. Okay. Stephanie, what do you get when you combine Barbie with Bohemian twist, potions and spells, music and mystery, combined to form lyrical bliss, leather and velvet feather and cape sewn with the most intricate stitch, tambourine and top hat rhyme and reason, a haunting warble, just slightly off pitch. We know her, we hum her, we sing her in dreams, her. Fine skylark in dark night's grip. Mother of the wealth witch, she is Stevie Nicks. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, I saw where that was going pretty quick. And you saw... And she, by the way, uh, listeners, she is the hottest item. Uh, she's sold out everywhere. She's she's the new latest oh, Mattel. The she's, new, she's the latest yeah. Mattel doll. Good luck yeah. finding her if you have a, a little witchy boy or girl who wants her because she's hard to find unless you pay big bucks. Yeah. But she combines. She's always been um, witchy. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. In the, from her, her very first uh, days on stage. Um and she combines what I think is the best of the both worlds, the, the witch and the uh, doll. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I thought, Mattel, why did it take you this long? Why did it take you so to long? To create the Stevie Nicks, quote-unquote Barbie, even though it's not a Barbie, it's a, it's a Stevie mm-hmm. Nicks. But it might as well be. Yeah. You know? she's, she's the very quintessence of the, the good witch, you know. The good witch. There was even some quote I saw that somebody posted that she said, and it was just something about... You know, I'm here, I was brought here, I feel called to just make people's lives better mm-hmm. in some way, yeah. you know, just to give them a little entertainment. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's great. That's what a good witch should do. And she also is, <laughs> she's also is kind of quoted as saying that, you know, um, and she understands and appreciates singers, female singers who like to show the skin and bear a lot. Mm-hmm. But she said, I've always had so much success with being mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now she's also, yeah. I, think, I think she's very sexy also. Yeah. In, in oh, a she's very got all the, you know, the gossamer and the silk oh, and, yeah. the, and yeah. the flying scarves and the, the microphone the all hats fitted and out like Steven and, Tyler. <laughs> and, and, and and the four inch uh, wedge boots. Oh my gosh. So she's a little, you know, little woman. She's a tiny thing, you know, <laughs> so she puts on her top hat and heels, <laughs> yeah. you know, like any good queen. <clears throat> well, you know. before we started recording, you asked for my candid response candid. to that poem. Candid. Yeah. And uh, I, you said I was always candied. You're always candid. Candied apple. Candid apple. So, uh, dear listeners, that's, that's my new nickname just call me candy dapple <laughs> candidly it's just uh it was you know it just spot on with the imagery bill Good. you you know i have taught you well well yeah i take full responsibility right. for your poetic development well done grasshopper <laughs> well done grasshopper you have snatched the stone yes. welcome everybody welcome. Yes. wacky poem life episode 106 106 106 yeah yeah 106 stevie nicks runs with six <laughs> nicks here we go again take your picks <laughs> take your picks of the licks for the witch season of the witch <laughs> 
Shall we go on or shall we stop? Da, da, we'll stop. Da, da, da. Um, you know that was it Donovan, wasn't that original and Devon Donovan's um, song? But season, season of the Witch. There's a Lana Del Rey version of it. It's really cool. I love Lana Del Rey. We we played oh, that. Oh my goodness. Don't tell anybody we played that at okay. the opening of the I will not say a word. Of our exhibit here. Oh my goodness. I will not say a word. <laughs> Her latest song I just adore. Let the light in. Oh my gosh. I play it over and over. Well, we are continuing sort of in uh, with our discussion of various witches, which we have been doing for a few weeks now, since here at the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, where we're recording our newest exhibit is on the witch and history, popular culture, and poetry. Mm -hmm. And it's slightly different in the fact yes. that we do have some uh, uh, um, contributions from uh, people who visited mm -hmm. and who have looked at the shadow boxes and been inspired to... Right. Uh, come up or volunteer a name, mm -hmm. which I, I'm anxious to see what other people think of them right. when they come in. You know, I think it's something about artists. They love to see people's reaction to their work. Oh, definitely. I just, you know, definitely. and even even the negatives, because I've had people say, uh, when are you going to stop to my work? <laughs> when, when When's it going to end? You know, and, you, and that's a question that you want to say, uh, never. And by people, do you mean Rob? Uh, not necessarily, okay. but, but it was, you know, uh, the plumber at, at, at your okay. sister, you know, he's, he, he came in and looked around at another project I'm doing and he said, uh, is it done? When are you going to stop? You done yet? You know, it's kind of like, wow. You know, do you need to see a psychiatrist? Or? <laughs> so, yeah, we're returning to, to what the podcast <clears throat> has been about since we started and is usually about, and that is talking about. Uh, poems that people have left in the museum. Very interactive here. And like you said, Bill, that, that artists like to have people react to their their work. And I think the people who leave their poems in here and they hear us talk about them on the podcast, I think they enjoy that yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. And I think that even the artists that act like they don't like, you know, the reactions they do. They secretly well, do. They want something, or else they wouldn't be doing it. Or they wouldn't be showing them in public. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, you mm. wouldn't be doing it That's because true. who who make who makes art just to um, put in their house that nobody ever sees yeah. and nobody ever comes in their house. That, that is very true. That's mm -hmm. that's hardly anyone. Just mm. a few, you know, kind of hoarder types out yeah. there. Everybody else, they, they want people to see it. They want them to see it. Mm -hmm. React. Have a reaction. Yeah. Experience. So, and speaking of reactions and responses, the biggest response and reaction we have gotten to the exhibit so far has been the artwork that you created, Bill. Oh, my. So, I wanted you to start by explaining a little bit of uh, how you put your this art piece together. It's in the, the hallway of the museum, and it takes up like one wall and a smidgen of another. Yeah. And then on the opposite wall, there's a big um, silver magnetic, it's a drain pan. Mm -hmm. It's okay. what that oil is. Okay. <laughs> An oil drain pan. Repurposed mm -hmm. for people to, to write their responses to Bill's art and uh, to stick up there on the wall. And that's mm -hmm. the ones we're going to talk about today. There's, there's three different little poems that people have left so far. Yeah. Well, months and months ago, you gave me uh, some, uh, lent me some Barbies and said, I'd like to create a shadow box. And with shadow box, I'm, I've always loved three-dimensional art, collages, shadow boxes. Mm -hmm. And I said, What's the, what, what are the parameters? And you said, there are none. And then my, my brain just blew apart. 
other than so, that, all of the the dolls which I got off eBay all at once um, were dressed in witch outfits. They were witch outfits, mm-hmm. and they, you wanted them to be part of the witch theme. Mm-hmm. You know, other than that, I could do go, go, do my creative freedom. So I wanted each one to have a particular theme. Is what I wanted. I wanted each one to have a particular feel. Each shadow box. I also, Sean, wanted each Barbie to have their own avatar. If you'll notice inside each box, there is a their own familiar, another right? their own familiar, another another creature that they associate or they command or they they control. And so I'm kind of giving things away because I was wanting people to discover this on their own. Well, but you know, um, you know, it's, it's kind of give and take. It's kind of right, kind of give and take. So maybe when they hear this, they can say, "Oh, I'm going to go take another look at this and, and mm-hmm. look at the oh, look yeah. at their look at the creatures they control, the avatar mm-hmm. avatars." And there is sort of a symbolic um, meaning within each box. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of hidden. It's very subtle. And it's also very um, interpretive to what you think it might be. But I had a particular theme for each one. Mm-hmm. And they're very ornate. They're very rich. They're very intense. They're very uh, colorful. And sparkly, of course. You know, it just because I thought that would make them more interesting. Oh, you, yeah. You can look and look and look and look and find mm-hmm. something different. Yes. Now, Alphonse Mucha. The uh, Art Nouveau uh, um, artist whom I adore is in the background. And I all, when you said when you asked me to do the background of the uh, exhibit a few weeks to ago. Cover up the to wall, cover up the wall. the boxes are well, on. Well, that opened yeah. up a whole other Pandora's box, if you will. Um, <laughs> speaking of boxes. Speaking of boxes. <laughs> so um, I, have, I have many really good MUCA books. I just disassembled, and I, I each one cut, cut to frame, and then I just assembled very – Pretty quickly because they all came together very quickly mm-hmm. on the wall. It's a it's actually another art piece. Yeah, it's a collage. Yeah, and it looks like what's happening behind the Barbies spills out onto onto behind on the walls, and it fit beautifully, and it and it sort of seamlessly um, melded them together and wove them together in in, right. in, a, in a story. It's a very rich color and image uh, scheme. And like you said, there's some symbolism in each of the boxes, and that is part of what you're seeing when you're looking at the buca prints on the yeah, wall, too, yeah. is you're seeing some of that symbolism. And yeah. if our readers will come and view, they'll notice that uh, I've always found Mooka's women to be very, I don't, witch, I don't know if you want to use the term witch-like, but they're yeah. very ethereal. Mm-hmm. They're very just seductive, mm-hmm. sort of like our Stevie Nicks on stage. Yeah, They're very... Um, uh, I don't know. They're so elaborate. And I just found his artwork to be so uh, in, evo- evocative of this what this exhibit is. Right. I'm gesturing. Yes. I guess you notice I've got my hands going. <laughs> just don't knock over that bottle of wine. Yeah. And I've got, it's almost like I'm doing like a one-armed, I'm doing, listeners, I'm doing a one-armed hula, you know. <laughs> the wine we are drinking, I selected just for this particular episode. It's Mauricio Lorca. It's from Argentina. Sauvignon Argentina. Blanc. Sauvignon. 20, uh, I said it wrong. 2021. But I like it because it says it is very expressive and it has a smooth and it's smooth and elegant with a long finish, which I think is uh, appropriate well, that's like description me. of your shadow boxes. Like, I, think, I think you're describing me. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you. I, I, I'd like to live up to that. You know, well, I think the three. Thank you for uh, describing the the piece there. Yeah, absolutely. And and like you said, there's a lot to see. It is very hard to take it all in in uh, one trip here, because even though it's a small little space where these uh, where your shadow boxes are, 
you know, adorning the wall, it's it's just there's a lot to absorb mm-hmm. and, um, and to take in. And the three poems that we're going to talk about that visitors to the museum wrote – they, that's what they're doing. They're, you know, they kind of absorbed your your symbolism and your imagery, and uh, and then they've translated into poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also want to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I got the hallway area, but <laughs> it's brilliant because it's a transition space. Mm-hmm. I love being able to have this experience as you transition from the main lobby to the cent- right. center lobby of the museum. Right. I just really thought that was brilliant. So I don't know if that was subconscious or you did that on purpose, but I, I thought think that I was... just asked you where you wanted to put them. Oh, did didn't I? I? And you chose that well, wall, subconscious, and so you I guess, knew. I guess subconscious. <laughs> I didn't quite realize, but I thought this is really a cool transitional space. It is kind of neat how how it worked out in that when you walk into the the lobby, there are two witches there. One of them is like uh, like a good witch, a Celtic witch. She's kind of a Morgan Le Fay, actually. And on the other side of her is a traditional mm-hmm. Halloween kind oh, of yeah. crooked nose sort mm-hmm. of witch. And then there's a cabinet that has the the picture of the archetypal witch that our artist Alicia Little did. And then you go into the hallway. Mm-hmm. And so then you see all these different witches and your artwork and then the next room is like a... It's a woodland. It's a, it's a woodland you know, scene, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Hear, with which hear owls and crickets mm-hmm. and the full moon above you. and On right. one side and the other side is like a witch's kitchen. And then the very mm-hmm. back room is like all the... It's whimsical. It's whimsical and it's like the current, the popular culture, which mm-hmm. is like Mary Poppins and Samantha Stevens yeah. and things like that. Kids can so. go write their poems and potions down oh, yeah. and interact and there's, play. And... There's witch paper dolls back there, oh, too, my. that they can play with. We're gonna be, they're going to be beating down the door now, Sean. You know? yeah. Okay, so okay. let's get to these poems. All right. What do you say? I, I'm in. I'm okay. Yep. You, you want to read one and talk about it and I, then go I, the others? Or? I would love to read. Um, okay. I think, yes, we'll read one at a time. Okay. And the first one is The False White Witch. I turned my lover into a rabbit. No one knows this is my habit. Now I am on to the next. Hopefully, he never sees this text. (laughs) Oh, poor fella. Poor fella. I hear Grace Slick's voice in the background. Oh, yeah. One pill makes you, you know. Anyway, um. I find it interesting that uh, there are two poems here about the the winter white witch, which we, yes. is one of our shadow boxes. Mm-hmm. She seems to be inspiring a lot. Right, which we you will know. have a picture on at uh, wackypoemlife.com. So mm-hmm. go there if you're not listening to us at that site. Yeah. yeah. So she chose, uh, I, I assume the name is False White Witch okay. for, for this one. But um, there's a, a little vintage rabbit in there. And, you know, he, he has been apparently turned into... A rabbit by her, <laughs> so she's being a little bit. Uh, maybe he did something wrong. Yeah, you know, maybe what did he her was, lover do? Right. This witch is very ethereal. She's got the white gown and oh yeah, a white headdress, and you have a wand in her hand. A wand. Don't you? She's got a wand, and she's uh-huh. got an elaborate Bob Mackie esque head head crown piece, <laughs> whatever. Cherish, Cheresque. <clears throat> this little quatrain <clears throat> is signed with initials D I, I mm-hmm. believe. And uh, it's it's a beautiful little quatrain, rhyming yeah. uh, quatrain that I think pays pays homage to your 
to your box there. Yeah. And then there's another one that's about the same box, right? There's another one about the same box. It's a very and, different type of poem. And I'll read it. Uh, the name, the title of this is Wandi the Winter Witch. Wafts in with hiding promises of the hair. I proclaim you dead, dark, grim despair. I dance in dreams of snowdrops full of sweetness. Yeah. So uh, this person had a very different image of yeah. the white witch. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, she was uh, the, behind uh, the witch is a, a mukha drawing of a uh, symbol of death with, with a sickle, you know, a, a dark image veiled in a cloak and hood. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's exactly what I wanted. I yeah. wanted people to see the dichotomy and, 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 uh, this and is that's our, exactly what her poem shows. That's what it shows. Yeah, because if you look at, just pick out words. Don't even look at the, the flow of the sentence. Yeah. Promises. Yeah. Hiding. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. Sweetness. It's kind of back and forth between, yeah. you know, the light and the dark and the positive and the negative. Mm-hmm. And just full of wonderful alliteration. She wafts in, mm-hmm. you know. She uh, Wandy the wind, Wandy. winter watch Wandy. wafts in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and she dances in dreams of snowdrops. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's a very cool looking box. I mean, as, uh, literally cool, as, it is. as in white snow. <laughs> and it's cool. And it's cool, cool baby. Yeah, it's cool. cool, dude. So snowdrops full of sweetness, <laughs> sort of like the poppies put you to sleep in Wizard of Oz. The snowdrops, uh, yeah. you know, are full of sweetness even in the snow. I really thought that was great. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect, I think we've talked about this before, but it's a perfect example of an ekphrastic poem. Mm-hmm. Um, ekphrastic poems being poems that are written about art. Mm-hmm. And uh, ekphrastic comes from the Greek word ekphrastikos. I'm having mm-hmm. a hard time saying this word, uh, which means uh, description. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> a description of a piece of art, mm-hmm. ekphrasis. Yeah. Yeah. Is it E-P-H? Is that how you spell it? Ekphrastic. Oh, E-K-P-H-R-A-S-T-I-C. Yeah, it looks very Greek. That would be a good spelling bee word. <laughs> yes. Use this in, in a sentence. Ekphrastic. Spell it and use it in a sentence, please. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, yes. it's the concept of using words to tell a new story about a visual medium. Mm-hmm. and uh, Or um, what was it? There was uh, something I read where it called... Um, it called a, a plastic poem a kind of 3D, what was that? Um, it's found, oh, it said, this was uh, in an article I found called Shadow History by Karen Cow on inkstonepress.com because she was talking about shadow boxes. Mm-hmm. And she said that shadow boxes are a found poetry in three-dimensional form. Interesting. Isn't that a neat way yeah. to, to think about it? Yeah. Well, it, and it does evoke, you know, because shadow boxes display a collection of things that are important to you. And they're, mm-hmm. they're often very mm-hmm. um, token, maybe mm-hmm. trivial, maybe often not expensive. You think of seashells and twigs and yes. and bones found in the woods and mm-hmm. dried flowers. And photographs. Photographs. Mm-hmm. And um, very interesting. They, they pull you in. Yes. Like a collage. They, they pull you into their into their world. Yes. And yeah. these three poems are very good little poems. And I think part of that is, of course, the the people who wrote them, I think, are good with words. But it is also because the prompt just asks you, you know, to name the witch and describe her. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you have to just rely on what you're looking at and what you're observing. Mm-hmm. So they're describing what you put together. Yeah. 
and then, you know, just putting it down in, in language. And that makes a good poem a lot of times. It does. And yeah. there is no right or wrong answer mm -hmm. to, the, to, to, to what I've asked people to do mm -hmm. in participation with these. Mm -hmm. None at all. Right. So uh, I, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, there was an article on the National Gallery of Art website, uh, nga.gov, which is – that's a – Museum I'd love to go to someday in Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. the National Gallery of Art. It was talking oh, yeah. about um, they had a festival called Poetry is a Country. Poetry is a Country Festival. And they had all of these poets do ekphrastic poetry and on the, some of the artworks that were in the, the museum. And um, one of the things they said about this is that um, – Ekphrasis comes from a centuries-old tradition of creating a vivid experience for readers by describing art objects in rich and thorough detail. But today, ekphrastic poetry goes beyond description. It allows us to share in a poet's experience. So we can learn a little bit about the person who's writing about mm. the object, too, yeah. through the poem, which I think is kind of true of the last yes. poem. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I proclaim you dead, dark grim despair. I can, yeah, I like that command. I proclaim you dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she dances and dreams of snowdrops full of sweetness after after vanquishing yes. <laughs> vanquishing the the grim reaper. Grim, Just, or, you know, I like I actually like grim despair. He, you know, yeah. instead of reaper, we'll call him despair. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's what he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the opposite of hope. Yeah, and um, you know, white is a color. A symbol of hope and um, that's faith. true. And it's true. You yeah. have light and dark, shadow and light. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then we have our last poem, mm -hmm. if, if you will. And you know, this is. Uh, I'll read it, and then I'll describe this shadow box. Okay. Ocean Barbie. Butterflies fly high. Blue bubbles line the sea floor. Breathe deep, Barbie. Breath. Is it breath or breathe? Forgive me. I think just left the E off. I think it should say breathe. Oh, then let me read it that again. Because okay. I meant to ask you this before. Yeah, read the whole thing Ocean again. Ocean Barbie. Butterflies fly high. Blue bubbles line the sea floor. Breathe deep, Barbie. Breathe. Uh, I like that. Yes. I like that. Yes, mm -hmm. very Ocean much. Ocean Barbie. I, didn't, I did not conjure, not, no right or wrong, Ocean with the butterflies. You weren't I, conjuring? You weren't I, conjuring? I always conjure, but not. I wasn't making this conjure combination. Candied apple thinks that you were Candied conjuring. Candied apple. All right, Candy. <laughs> We've got to get you that in an outfit somehow. <laughs> but the fact that, that the, the butterflies in there are sort of a cerulean blue and uh, different shades of turquoise. And then there are bluish lucite bobbles on, on, on the base of the shadow box. But it's a, it's a Barbie that is... Um, the most Stevie Nicks of all of our Barbies out there, and mm -hmm. um, in the fact that she commands uh, the butterflies and the insects. She has a little. Don't you have a little black top mm -hmm. that's like lace up? Yeah, and she's got some, yeah. you know, a little bell bottomy type of a, a, a pants or slacks. Why did you choose to put her in the ocean? Do you think? Well, I, I, I actually that's a meadow. Oh, so the ocean is the ocean uh, is inferred. This is this is the initials are VL. Okay, it's just Verla. Okay, hi Verla. Right. Verla, yeah, excellent, excellent. Our, our best, our best fan. Our number, of one, our number one fan. Yes, yeah, wrote um, this beautiful quatrain. Yeah, she's actually in uh, what I thought was, uh, and what anyone thinks is what it is, 
but I put her in a meadow uh, controlling the, uh, um, anyway, the butterflies, commanding butterflies. Mm -hmm. So um, sort of like uh, uh, having the ability, that was her, her um, how do I say, her creature that she controlled was, was a butterfly. So Varla is picturing it in the water. But that wasn't something you. She wasn't, but hers is even almost more interesting to think of butterflies yeah. flying underwater. Yes. Think of yes. that. That's very uh, James Cameron, yes. Avatar ish. And I said yeah. quatrain, but it's not because Ocean, Ocean Barbie was our title. This is a haiku. Haiku. Yeah, it's a very well done haiku with alliteration and imagery. You know, Verla, it, it, you are I, awesome. I didn't realize it was haiku till just now. Yeah. I'm either. I just looked at it again. Perfectly spaced haiku, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I think that it goes into the ocean because this is the thing that perhaps Verla was thinking about: is breath and breathing mm. and being surrounded, um, closed in. Breathe. Yeah. Breathe deep, Barbie. Breathe. Butterflies on land move air, mm -hmm. and in breath. So uh, underwater, they'd be even more dramatic. If, you know, and a manta ray, sort of like a butterfly underwater, and to me. Could be. Know, yeah. I, well, I, it, it's a neat um, kind of squashing together too of air with the butterfly and water. Right. You know. Right. Yes. Which is. You know, look what you did. Look what you did, Bill. Look what Bill. I did. Look, what, look I did. what you made people think. My gosh. <laughs> they thought you and your art. They thought outside the shadow box, didn't they? My gosh. <laughs> art, art, art. Yeah. These damn Why artists. do we need this stupid art? I know. Why do people not want to fund this art? Because. You know? My we, gosh. Without it, what would we have? I'm banging on my chair. Well, oh, she's 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 wild. I was sitting outside. It is with, so enriching to your life. It is enriching. People. Yeah. Yeah. Visually and mm -hmm. in every other way, mm -hmm. you know. You were sitting outside and what? Uh, I yeah, interrupted you. No, no. It, 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 butterflies. Yesterday I was sitting outside with my dogs and, I, you know, the grasshoppers were everywhere. I thought, why are you not dead? You know, because it's been 20 degrees at night, roughly, and not several nights. And I was looking around there, hopping grasshoppers on their last legs, literally. And there was a little <laughs> orange butterfly flitting here and there and here. And I thought, how in the world are you still alive? <laughs> Obviously, they went under some leaves, which I've heard are good good shelter. Maybe they were hiding under a grasshopper belly. A grasshopper and... <laughs> belly. You know, here we have. Grasshopper's heartbeat was keeping it alive. <laughs> little, little uh, how do I say, little butterflies learn how to survive, don't they? You know, That's my story, and I'm sticking to mm -hmm. it. Yep. That's what candied apple says. Candy apple says. Grasshoppers <laughs> save the butterflies. Every place, every everything has its place, its niche, including artists and art, art and artists. That's right. Yeah. Even though you know, we were talking before we started. Just yesterday, we're recording on what's today, November third or fourth, third. third. Just yesterday, the House in uh, Washington D.C. They were trying to vote out. All funding for the National Endowment for the Humanities. It's incredible. And uh, it failed, you know. Yeah. No thanks to Oklahoma's uh, senator who shall be renamed name, shall remain nameless if you look him up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, contact us personally. We'll let you know. But uh, <clears throat> Oklahoma really has dismal representation on every level, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, so we were not going to get political, but it's quite unfortunate. Right. And if you so dare and have the curiosity and are willing to have 
your preconceptions uh, challenged, then go into a place where there is art and there is creativity, such as here, such as the museum. Go into a place that perhaps has things that you don't think are for you and uh, keep your eyes open mm -hmm. and keep your heart open and keep your curiosity open. Yeah. Uh, because you will be enriched. Mm -hmm. Well, and Sean, it's also important, and I speak as, I, I call myself an artist, but I, I use that term loosely. You are an artist. But I speak um, for artists when I say allowing us to create, allowing, giving us space to create is uh, a gift. It's a wonderful gift, mm -hmm. and it allows us to sort of spread our wings. We're on a butterfly theme here. But um, <laughs> it is really enriching to us. Yeah. And when we're able to, you know, do our thing, and it impresses, um, and, and, and not impresses, but if it, it inspires others, mm -hmm. I mean, that is, I mean, it's an endorphin rush for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, me too. You know, what you know what happened Thursday. We had martial arts at 9 in the morning, yeah. and uh, I had to open the the rummage store yeah. so we can go in there and do it because right. it's too cold outside. And I was sitting there writing my NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month, and forgot, <laughs> just lost. Yeah. I mean, I was in the story. I totally forgot everything. Yeah. And uh, you text me, like, are we having class? I'm like, oh, my Good morning. gosh. Good morning. Uh, <clears throat> are, are, are you, I thought, do I need to go do CPA, CPR? <laughs> Do, yes, your tax, do your taxes and, and bring I, you back to life. I do need an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's what uh, art and creativity can do for you. It can really take you to a place that is, um, I mean, sublime. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes you feel like your life's worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. And I like, you know, I do like the, the I love the feedback. You know, I, 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 and I was maybe telling you, I have family. Were you who, maybe telling me? Maybe telling you, Candy, <laughs> Candid Apple. But, you know, I've, I, I used to take personally the fact that I've got, you know, family who is not interested in what I do, yeah. not interested in the podcast, not yeah. interested in my, in my art, yeah. you know, or this. and I've learned to accept that. And it's been like, it, the old Bill was like, why don't you see what I'm doing? Why don't yeah. you let me know? Yeah, you know try what? to change. You know, you're Pain trying to cut off stuff. circulation and trying to starve, and it's it, it used to work. Now it's not going to work. But uh, you know, I do this. I do this for me and for the people who who love it. And mm -hmm. yeah, and that's what you can do. I mean, you can just share by example. Mm -hmm. You know, you can just live your life uh, by example. That uh, you know, I am invested in the creative spirit and expressing myself artfully. And look, mm -hmm. it's great. Yeah, you know, wouldn't I, you like to experience this? You know, I, I I think it'd be interesting for someone to step in my, in, inside my head. Oh yeah, and experience what I can. What I, it's almost like I used to think that being a sensitive, creative, emotional male was a deficit. Well, now I think this is kind of a superpower. It is, and I didn't realize it was. It definitely is. So I spend a lot of my life trying to justify my existence to a lot of people on multiple levels. Now I don't have to. Yeah. I, cho I choose not to. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, your boxes, your shadow boxes, uh -huh. yeah. I, I also kind of went into the, the shadow box history. I mentioned that article uh, by Karen Cal on inkstonepress.com earlier. And uh, I my brother-in-law would know this, but the shadow box started with sailors. 
Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they were the first to create them. They were made out of wood, salvaged from the ships. and They call they, them memory boxes? They or, Well, you know, no, this? they made them out of uh, a fear oh, because oh. they believed that if their shadow reached shore, I'm quoting now from that article, before they did, their life on land would be cursed. Mm-hmm. And so the box, containing the sum total of a sailor's personal effects, protected their true self. Interesting. Yeah. I've seen these boxes, the yeah. intricate shells and the um, mm-hmm. um, gorgeous scenes that they portray right. and the carvings. And then the tradition carried on throughout the U.S. military, and then when they re- retired, they got a shadow box yeah. that had their medals and their awards and yeah. the flags and so, insignia. Yes. Well, yeah. speaking of this, sailors are kind of confined to a ship. Yes. And they create Yes. Prisoners are create. Con- they create all kinds of chaos. All- Just ask my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Prisoners are confined to a prison. Yes. And they create. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you see? I- I'm seeing a correlation here. You know yeah. the the, the um, prison art, if you will, tramp art. That's been called mm-hmm. shadow. You know, when you're confined, you find ways to get creative sometimes, just to cope, to deal. Right. So, um, you know, again, yeah. therapy. It's 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 really uh, amazing. Well, that's interesting you just said therapy because the other article that I found that was really interesting was from a therapist. It's on her website. Her uh name's Erica Scott. And the title of the article was Shadow Box Constructions for Art Therapy. Oh, man. And so she uses, she has her patients make shadow boxes and that's part of their therapy. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. 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 Creativity can be incredibly healing. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I often thought I would like to have been an art therapist, but I, don't know, I, I, I didn't go down that path. You know. Well, I've, I've presented workshops and I've gone to the conferences for the National Association for Poetry Therapy several times over the, the last decade or so. And it is a, it's an exciting, that, that part of mm-hmm. um, therapy, of using poetry yeah. for therapy purposes. But art, you know, yeah. Watching, also, people, watching people blossom when they realize everyone has the power. They just mm-hmm. don't, don't know they have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, it's just a different way of expressing yourself mm-hmm. than, you know, just the normal normal modes. Mm-hmm. Uh, express it through a shadow box. Express it through art. Express it through a poem. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a traditional therapist is not going to have you do that. Right. Or right. if you're feeling down or if you know that there's something, you know, mentally that is challenging you and that you're trying to get over i don't think most people would normally go well maybe i'll need to write a poem or make a piece of art yeah but it works it does work (laughs) it occupies your your space and your mind and you're able to realign yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah well Well, i have enjoyed the show Well, candid (laughs) candid apple um Mr. uh, Mr. Master Metaphor. Master Metaphor and Candid Apple. (laughs) Coming to you. Like Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. (laughs) Make us some puppets, people. (laughs) We have have several more Barbies and a Joe without a name. Yes. You know, that we'd like some names. Yes, people, come in and and give these dolls some names and and write us some poetry. Yeah. And uh, visit the whole exhibit. We are open at 416 East Main in Locust Grove, Oklahoma, Thursday through Saturday, 10 to 5. But just email or call. We can be open. 
Uh-oh, I hear sirens. They're coming after us, Bill. Um, we that, better close. That speeding ticket, I knew it was going to catch up with me. <laughs> okay, I but uh, we can, I can be open other days and times. Just yeah. give me a, a you know, give us a call or email. Sure, yeah, yeah. And we'll open up for you. And write some stuff down. Write it down. Yeah, so show me your collages and your Barbies and your shadow boxes. And, and, yeah. you, and you can, we, we've got all kinds of art um, products in here mm-hmm. products i couldn't think of another word supplies for, to, to help supplies create. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can create, create your, own. your own you don't have to do it with words yeah right. oh absolutely yeah yeah foster that creativity yeah all right thank you all very much for yeah. being with it's us been fun. Been fun. come in yeah i'll yeah. share this one share the word don't a doggy bye guys